With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is Jason Douglas from CultureCast Radio, and you're listening to the 4D Podcast Network. Ryan M. Brewer. Michael fucking Malone. <laughs> What's up, bud? Nothing, man. How are you? Uh, I'm good. Pick up, picked up a quarter of a hog today for my folks' pig guy. Oh, yeah? What was her name? Boom! Oh! Um, Charlotte. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. That's a wild life, man. Like, you think about that, like, like that agriculture livestock side of things. Yeah. Like, um... Like the those that equipment that they use first to like farm to like uh, harvest, you know, like corn or wheat or whatever. <laughs> those things are like multi million dollar pieces of equipment. Like every farmer is up to his eyeballs in like least million dollar equipment. Yeah, I uh, um, I, those I, like I, things they plant with are like GPS. They like. I wasn't in uh, 4-H or anything like that, but I was in ag class in high school. Yeah. And we took a field trip. You'll like this story. We took a field trip to... Uh, <laughs> so to you're, a, sitting with, you're sitting with backwards hat favor. Go um, ahead. Yeah, I'm sitting with backwards hat favor. <laughs> and uh, our field trip was going to go to a, a, a live auction. And uh. so we went and they were auctioning off all these animals and uh, my buddy, uh, this side note, Backwards side hat st- faber, <laughs> front facing hat faber, <laughs> side story. Uh, he punched a horse. <laughs> he like uh, in blazing saddles, like on purpose. Well, yeah, like he thought he he bet us that he could knock out a horse. Jesus, and he he tried. That's a that's a like that's that's a fucked up bet. I wouldn't even think to I, make. You know? I think it's a felony. But he definitely tried to knock out a horse and did not succeed. And he was the toughest kid we knew. You know? Dude, like, I don't I don't fuck with horses, man. Horses I, are huge. Dude. I've been on a horse a few times. Let me tell you something. One time when I was in Boy Scouts, we all went to my buddy's horse farm and I saw a horse buck a fucking 10-year-old off of it just into the fucking dirt and i thought he was gonna die this horse was dude, mean as hell dude and I, I don't fuck with horses dude man. i stayed away from horses for like a good 10 15 years then i was dating some white girl and she was like let's go ride horses and i was like all right and then uh so we did that and then uh this fucking horse wasn't trained and the horse I was on just took off. Yeah, just decided we're going fast now. Yeah, dude. That horse was just like, oh, hey, man, let's just go for a run real quick. And so I'm speeding down the 
<laughs> fucking prairie. <laughs> holding on for dear life as this horse is trying to buck me, giving me the old Superman three, you know, and uh, trying to give me the old Christopher Reeves, and I wouldn't let it. That horse, it couldn't get me off, so it couldn't get me off. Okay, that sounds weird. The horse tried to jack me off. You couldn't even get my dick hoard. You couldn't even get my dick hoard. The horse was jacking me off in the forest. The story's taking a weird turn. I know. My white girlfriend found me. I'm getting jerked off by a horse. We never went horseback. Was he doing it with his hooves? He was he was giving you a hoove job. A hoove job. You ever have a hoove job? You ever had a hoove job? Uh, so there are certain pressure points that a human hand cannot hit, but a hoove. <laughs> I just, I tried to calm it down. I was trying to stroke its mane. There, there, girl. There. It was a female horse. It wasn't gay. So we went, I, so the horse decided. Dude, I think all hoove jobs are a little gay. <laughs> Sure. So this horse decided we're heading back to the fucking uh, uh, the barn, and so I like how the horse is entirely in charge. Oh, you're just, just you're a passenger. At this oh, point. dude, I was holding on for dear life. Again, I was trying not to fucking you know get the old Christopher Reeves treatment. And the so the horse is like, "I'm going to get some oats, motherfucker. You can come if you want." But. Dude, this horse, I mean, just. Just jetpacked me back to the fucking barn and then stood there by the barn like nothing happened. You ever like you ever catch a kid doing some shit? Like they break a lamp and then and you come in the room and they're just like standing there like, Oh, what's up, dude? <laughs> dude, have you seen the video of the little kid that's like the ball boy for the tennis match? And he and he like runs out and grabs the tennis ball and he runs back to like take his place against the like aluminum wall that they stand against. Yeah. And he trips like three feet out. So he trips far enough out that he goes over his toes down onto his knees and he's holding the tennis balls with his hands. So his face just goes off this aluminum wall, right? And so it's it's the aluminum wall and makes this and this dude like is at the like, I don't know what the hell ever, Wembley or whatever. And he's like getting ready to take his his serve and he's like, like it's it's tennis etiquette that you just shut the fuck up when someone's about to take it. And this kid, this kid hops up, turns around, and backs up against the wall and stands there just like and just stonewall stares at the dude. So the dude turns around like, "What is? I have no. Can you imagine what you thought had made that noise? Just right. like rah, 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 like all the way around. And he's like, "What disrespectful motherfucker!" And there's just some little kid. <laughs> That's the way this horse was. This Just horse went there, back dead, to the barn. Like, what the fuck? And I, I tried Where to ride him out. Where the fuck have you guys been? I thought we were going for a ride today. I've been standing here waiting for you guys. <laughs> exactly. I'm trying to fucking fill out, you know, the police report to the fucking horse owners. I'm like, this thing, a runaway horse. And the horse is like, hey, I've just been chilling, man. I, I don't know what this guy right. is. That's this guy tried right. to take me out in the forest and jack me off. You won't believe it. And I'm like, no, that's not what I was trying to do. Um. Anyway, that's the last time he was I, like. This guy looked at me and was like, "Yeah, you've had a hand job, but have you ever had a hoove job? <laughs> have you ever had a? I get you uh, a rom. I get you some hooves. You and that horse need a rom. A so ra- a ram. So back, we took a, a side story. Before we get to your pig story, let me finish my 
yeah. ag story real quick. Okay, all right. So he hits the horse. So he punches his horse, and nothing happens. Again, just stoic. This horse is like, you know, like Debo. Bro. You know, like <laughs> yeah, horses, dude. You don't fuck with horses, <laughs> right? So later on, uh, after all the auctions are clear, and you know we're we're doing all that stuff. Uh, uh, everybody's loading up on the bus and we're, and we're a little behind me and a few friends. And, uh, these guys are, are letting all the, all the animals that didn't go for the, the bidding that they thought they were going to, they were selling them at like clearance prices. <laughs> I swear to God. You guys want to hit the clearance rack on the way out? <laughs> right. So we bought a, a baby pig for $5. Five dollars. Five dollars. We bought a little pig that was about the size of a, a Boston Terrier. They came off that thing for five dollars. Five dollars. And Jesus, we uh, we snuck it onto the bus, and then <laughs> halfway. <laughs> By the way, we named it uh, uh, Chronic the Hemp Hog because we were, you know, in high school, uh, right? Uh-huh. Anyway, of course, like so, you do, yeah. So we bring it onto the bus. We wait till we're halfway back to the school, and then we just let it loose on the bus. <laughs> and chaos ensues. Of course it did. And our ag teacher was so mad. Oh, my he went, God, dude. dude. He was scre- He was like 6'4". He was a big dude, right? Just like a big farmer fucking, just a solid guy, right? Yeah. And he was literally just... Just like, just staring down on us so sternly and just letting us have it. He's like, what the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> letting it fly. We had to turn the bus around, take it back to the fucking... Did you get your $5 back? No. There's just no, there's no get. They're like, we'll take the pig back, but we're, yeah. you're not getting your five bucks, man. You're and my teacher was bucks. beside himself. He's like, why would you sell this pig to these kids? <laughs> I mean, I had a pig left. What the fuck? So that was the last pig guy I had. Was I, I assume do? your take experience that, was take different. That pig home. Here's the thing. That's a hell of an investment. If you could raise that pig up for meat. Yeah. I mean, bacon alone, just like eight or nine slices is like four ninety nine. Yeah. Dude, you, you, you'd, have, you'd have made a killing. Yeah. You'd have made a killing. I think it was like $260 to buy this pig. Oh, my God. Yeah. You but it's to, something like but some like two hundred pounds of meat or some shit like that. Now are you cutting the the meat up? No, hell no, man. Somebody else does that. You gotta pay like an extra two hundred bucks to do that. Hold on. Yeah. So you're paying like five hundred dollars for what, twenty pounds of meat? do you think a pig is twenty pounds? I don't know how how big was this pig? The pig's like two hundred pounds. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So you know those, you know those, the, the big, you know, they're like the reusable grocery bags, but like the big ones. Yeah. I, so my parents took half of the pig and we took the other half and I filled up three of those, of those things to, from the bottom all the way to the top. Those three big. <laughs> this is the most Midwest shit. Yeah, man. Like sausage and bacon and pork chops and ribs and pork right. roasts and all like all this stuff just like in my freezer now. Yeah, all this, all the, yeah, it is heart disease just waiting for you. Yeah, man. 
in your freezer. <laughs> What's your favorite meat? Oh man. Are you do you prefer beef to let me say this, do you prefer a cow to a pig? Uh, you know what? I'm going to go chicken. Okay, that's fair. I think I do, you know, chicken is so diverse. You can have, you can add chicken to fucking anything besides cereal, really, <laughs> and be like, oh, this is way better with chicken. You can even put chicken and fucking like macaroni and cheese. You're like, wow, oh, this is fucking. You have you ever had chicken and macaroni and cheese? Like it just goes with everything. You can't do that with other meats. And I, I think mean, you, I can. you can. I with think bacon. you can with a. I think you can with a pig because you've got bacon, sausage. You've got all that. You got roast. I think you too. I get weird options. with. I get weird with uh, with. Meat, meat like uh, like hamburgers and and sausage and all that stuff with like yeah. that kind of meat. Uh, I worry that because uh, uh, it's not cooked all the way. And do you so, have do you have uh, like a phobia of that? I can't do any kind of uh, of pink meat at all. Like I can I can't do steaks medium well or any. I have to. I here's here's my ordering instructions when I get a hamburger or a steak or any kind of meat like that. I don't want to hear it. It's gonna make me hate you so much. <laughs> here's the exact here's the exact <laughs> phrasing I use. I go. I need I need this well done. I need you to I need you to be cooking it and then forget that you're making it. You know, and then go do something else and be like, oh shit. I forgot I was making that guy a hamburger and then go and take it off the grill after that. You, That's you are how made, well done You are made to be a vegetarian. <laughs> like your taste structure is set up to where you should be vegetarian because you ruin meat so stubborn. much. All your meat is so ruined that it can't taste good. Any, there's no way that any of the meat you order tastes any good at Pro- all. Probably not. Like you might as well just go vegetarian, man. <laughs> You still, might as well. I can still have chicken, and I, you know what? I could be vegetarian. You could just for, have a. You could just have. You could be vegetarian except for chicken. I could do that fuck because chickens. I don't fuck with fish either. So you can't be pescatarian. No, I don't fuck with fish. I love fish. I can't do it. The Here's smell, the thing: the, the texture. My buddy and I were having this conversation the other day, and and I I like your answer is obviously really. A difficult and complex one um, because there's a lot of ins and outs and what have you. But mine is a little more interesting. And the question is, mm-hmm. what wouldn't you eat if a chef made it and prepared it like in a way that made sense to you? Oh, I have a, a never-ending list of things. My, right. See, yours is very complex. My answer is like semen. <laughs> I think that's it. I think that's it. You would eat octopus? I regularly eat octopus. What the fuck? What what about alligator? Yeah, I've had alligator. What the fuck? I've had lots of stuff. Why? Because it's like life's too goddamn short to be just like eating the same shit all the time, man. You just eat eat whatever. Like, you got to try it. Here's the thing, like... Do you just like when you started jerking off to porn? What uh-huh. like what age? We've talked about that. Like what? Like fourteen? Something I was like that. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve. So twelve. Were you jerking off to mainly lesbian porn? Right? Because you didn't want there. You didn't want there to be a dick involved. I don't. know. I think it was mainly just solo stuff. It was like you know. At, oh, at just 12, like a girl. Yeah, yeah. It was just like a girl in a bra and like a Sears magazine or something. Right. Like, yeah. Oh, it's that's like, it. Right, there you go. Yeah. Mine was ESPN the magazine. 
Well, Sports Illustrated had the bikini issues every year, and yeah, I, we, I thought for sure sports. I was going to marry Tyra Banks one day. Yeah, uh, you, you, I don't. That, that didn't happen, did it? Uh, no. Okay. I However, didn't. I met Eva Longoria at a bar one time and got denied. Well, <laughs> as well you should have. Have I ever told you this story? She should have been like, "The fuck is wrong with you, buddy?" <laughs> Dude, I went to a Stuff magazine party. On the rooftop of a bar down in Los Angeles back when I was like 22, 23, Mm -hmm. back when I was just coming out here to visit, and my buddy was like a photographer. He did J-Lo's photos, the infamous Mm -hmm. ones where it's like all like gold. um, It's all like yellow tones and stuff. He did all those shots. So he gets invited to all these parties and shit. So we go to this thing, and his, his buddy looked exactly like fucking Tupac. And Tupac had just been shot a few years before, and the and the you know the verdict was still out. We were like, I, did he get shot? Is he living in Vegas? We don't know. And so we had Tupac with us, and my buddy is a photographer for J Lo, and we rolled up to see the- that that right there was the Trumpest you've ever been. In your life. <laughs> <laughs> Tupac, uh, did he get shot? We don't know. We don't know. We don't, we don't know. Nobody you know? knows. Science doesn't know. A lot of people, a lot of people say it. (laughs) A lot of people say Tupac's dead, but we don't know. Scientists don't know. No one knows. No one knows. No one thought it was possible for Tupac to be attending parties with me in 2024. But we don't know. That part of the story is only important because everybody thought my buddy was Tupac. So all night, people were hanging out and talking to us or wanting pictures because they thought we were with Tupac. Are you sure are you sure your buddy wasn't Tupac? I mean, I haven't talked to him in a while. <laughs> I'm on the dance floor. I see Cameron. You're, you're wiser now. You could have seen through it now. Yeah. Then then there was yeah. no Google. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I couldn't have Snapchatted him back then. Yeah. It was like, like Baron Stain. I couldn't bears. put a poll on Instagram. Is this Tupac? Yes, no. This Baron Stain Bears versus Baron Steen Bears. You're like, I, I can't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. It could be either. Could be either. Is somebody, does anybody have a home edition of the encyclopedia? <laughs> you don't? All right, I guess we're fucked. <laughs> so, so you see Cameron Diaz. I see Cameron Diaz on the dance floor. And I'm like, I'm going to go dance with Cameron Diaz. Like, that's happening. Because you can pop and lock and things. Because this is right after my Usher years. <laughs> so I'm like, dog, if anybody's going to dance with Cameron Diaz, it's going to be the dude that dances like Usher who's here with Tupac. It's immediately post-Usher days. <laughs> so I go over to Cameron and I'm making my way there. I'm almost there. And then the dance floor turns into like this like weird like circle dance floor where like people are surrounding one person and they're doing a dance in the middle. And I'm like, all right. Are you whatever. sure you didn't just wander onto the set of Grease? <laughs> <laughs> so there I am on the set what of Soul fuck Train. Kind of, what kind of fucking 50 sock hop were you at? <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Was- <laughs> so everybody gathered around in a circle and then I showed them my one move that I thought was the best. <laughs> Yeah, everyone was dance-like. So anyways. And John Travolta showed up. I keep getting better. I keep getting bumped in the fucking back by somebody, and I'm getting irritated, right? 
so this is while you're you were en route to Cameron Diaz. I was en route circle, to Cameron Diaz. Circle pit happens. Circle pit opens up. Now and I'm then like, you, you're getting bumped by the overzealous rock and roll fan behind you. You're, yes. You get, you get I'm like, your- who the fuck? He-? And I, I turn around in hopes to uh, tell this person to, you know, die. To turn around to hit him like you would a horse. All right. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And... Who who do you who do you think it was bumping into me? I'll give you a clue, it wasn't Cameron Diaz. First of all, it couldn't it couldn't have been Okay, who was it? Tay Diggs. <laughs> this story gets so wild, right? So you should have so you should have at that moment immediately reconsidered why the fuck do I think I deserve to be dancing with Cameron Diaz when this <laughs> motherfucker's just wandering around bumping into people willy-nilly. Tay Diggs had six women surrounding him. Did you try to give him a hoof job? No. <laughs> I made my way off the I gave up on everything. I thought Tay Diggs right. is here. The night is over. I'll yes. never meet Cameron Diaz. Never happening. So I tell Tupac, I'm heading out. I'm going to the I'm going to the bar to hang out for a few. You can still dance and we gotta find my buddy and then we'll I wanna get the fuck out of here. So I head to the bar and there is Eva Longoria at the end of the fucking bar. All four foot three of her. Oh boy. And uh I had such a crush on her. And I thought, you know what? It, uh, tonight's the night, you know what I mean? <laughs> And I went over there and asked if I could buy her a drink. I blew my shot to meet LL Cool J. I'm not missing my chance. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) So I I go over there. I introduce myself. I ask if I can buy her a drink. And sure enough, the answer is (laughs) no. The answer is just no. Just no thank you. No thank you. And so, uh, you know, Tupac caught up with me. We met up with my buddy and we got the fuck out of there. Just no. Yeah. No. I'd rather you didn't. In fact, actually, I'm standing here in line to buy my own drink, and I would rather pay for it than you. Yeah, she's pretty much just like, um, I'm fucking Eva Longoria. Like, I'm I'm good, who the, dog. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> she's like, I'll just buy the bar. <laughs> See, that's where you mess. You should have been like, hey, can you buy me a drink? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Excuse me, ma'am. Can you buy me a drink? I'm a little short and I need one. I was going to go dance with Cameron Diaz and then Tay Diggs just kept dicking me in the back of the shoulder blade. So I was like, this isn't going to work. Now here I am next to you. You appear to have more money than me. Could you buy me a drink? And here's the thing. That line probably doesn't do any worse than yours did. Probably not. You know? And the chance, there's a chance that that second line is fucking weird enough to work. Who who is the uh, who who is the biggest celebrity that you've uh, you've hit on? Oh, dude, I don't hit on anybody. (laughs) I don't know how. (laughs) You you've never uh, you've never wandered up to a young lady at a bar. No. Oh wow! Never. You ever, Never. Uh, I'm terrified of it. Can I'm you dance like Usher? No. <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck would I have that 
skill. (laughs) (laughs) No, I hated dances. Uh, like when we would have to like have dances for like middle school or high school or whatever. Right. Uh, my mom would always make me go. She was like, your girlfriend wants to go. You're, you're going to take her to this dance. And I would have, I hated it. Why I hate it. You want to go? I can't stand it, man. I don't like that kind of music. I don't like to dance. I don't find it enjoyable at all. At all. Really? There's not one little bit. Like, people always come to me at weddings, and they're like, come on, let's go. You are you just look like you're not having any fun. And I'm like, you want me to look like I'm having even less fun? Take me out there to feel awkward and want to kill myself. <laughs> no, I'll sit over here. <laughs> I do not want to go out there. I don't want to do it. I, don't, I have on occasion uh, danced in public. I- <laughs> I have on occasion, uh, what's the word? Yes, danced. Danced in public. And I, you know what? I didn't like it any of the fucking times. Really? I don't like it now because I'm old I, now. And yeah, I, I did not enjoy it at all. But when I was young, you know, you don't care. You, you, you're like, I'm fucking young. Oh, and- I cared, Malone. <laughs> Malone, you were a spoiled miracle baby. <laughs> yeah. Malone, I had zero self-esteem in that particular department. I was like, nope, I'm not talking to a girl. I'm not going to... When, when was hair. your first kiss? Uh, eighth grade. Okay. Eighth grade. Uh, uh, here's some shit. It was in eighth grade, and it was at the top of a Ferris wheel. <laughs> and that's some storybook shit. <laughs> What the fuck are you... Okay, all right. Yeah, so I was dating this girl, and she uh, and my mom wouldn't let us, like... We weren't allowed to go on dates. Like, I wasn't allowed to date until I got a driver's license, Malone. And then even, like, it was for a brief period, because I didn't have my own car. So it was like, Mom, can I borrow the car from, like, 6 to 9 or what the fuck ever? Dude, I did nothing wrong at all until I went to college. Never. I didn't lie to my parents. I didn't sneak out of the house. I didn't have any booze. I didn't go to parties. I didn't, like, fuck around with girls. None of that shit. None of it. insane. None of it. That's insane, dude. None. I I was, there were several reasons for it. Like, I was raised conservative Christian, very conservative Christian. Right. Um, so I had these, like, fucking moral values uh, that I had, to, that I that I felt, you know, beholden to. Yeah. That was part of it. Another part of it was that I just had, like, zero self-esteem in the, like, go talk to a girl fucking department at right. all. Um, when was the first so, time you finger banged a girl? Oh. Uh, college. It would have been like... Uh, so you were like 19, 20? Eight, a little over 18. Want, to, want me to tell you the story about the first set of boobs I ever saw, Malone? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a really funny story. So, uh, <laughs> so like I said, I didn't do, any, any, didn't do anything in high school. Right. Right. Um, so I, I didn't do any of that shit, and I was afraid to get caught with any of that shit. So... And I was an asshole. I was very like, uh, I was very pompous, right? So not only did I not no. do any of that shit, I no, didn't get in, you. I, 
I didn't get invited to go to any of the things either. They were like, that guy's a fucking bummer. We don't want We don't want that guy at the party. He'll just fucking yeah with his fucking bullshit and we'll have to listen to it. Yeah, so I never got invited. Not only did I not go, I didn't get invited. So there was not even any opportunity for me to have like kissed anyone right. <laughs> very late on. Right. So uh <laughs> so I got to college. And I went to a uh, private Catholic school, all right? And it was a dry campus in the middle of Indianapolis. So, like, where Butler is, like, two blocks down is where Marion is. So, tiny little college, Catholic school, um, dry campus. There's no alcohol allowed to be on the campus at all, which think, is fucked up for Catholic people. I think I've played that campus. That might be possible. I have a picture of you me know what? on stage. Jason with, Mraz came once. I have a picture of me on stage with uh, uh, Jesus on the cross behind me. Um, is there a big like that? Could be possible. Is there like a there's big, a there's a there's a there's a place where people normally performed that probably wouldn't have had Jesus, but then but there was like a real chapel. Maybe you played it in the chapel, but I I don't know. Yeah, it was it was a college campus. I know that it was a. Uh, I don't know. Was it in Indianapolis? Yeah, it could have fucking. I been bet there. it was. I don't know. I'll have to possible. go through my fucking archives and figure out what. I'll show you the picture. Okay. There's a big, <laughs> big Jesus behind me, and I'm <laughs> trying so hard not to do dick jokes. Well, uh, I uh, probably didn't go um, <laughs> to that. <laughs> so. Uh, so there was so the way it worked is the, the boys' dorms was like here, yeah, and then there was like right next adjacent to that was a big parking lot, and then on the other side of that parking lot was the woods, which was like three sets of fucking trees, like three rows of trees, right? <laughs> and then on the other side of the three rows of trees was a house, and that house was owned by some fucking body who knew that they could always rent that house to a bunch of college kids. Okay. Right, because it was literally three tr- rows of trees away from campus. So on a dry campus, that's that party house. Like that's the place where you can go party. How did how did adults not know that though? How did three rows of trees? You? Oh, they fucking did. Okay, but there really wasn't anything they could do because it was technically off campus. Like they could have right. sent cops over to just sit in the parking lot and wait for people to traipse through the woods. I suppose. Uh, but that seems like fucking entrapment. I don't think you're supposed to sit outside of a, a bar either and just like wait for people to come out and pull yeah. them all over. Like you're not supposed to do that shit. So, um, athletes had to report, uh, two weeks early to school. So we reported early. We started, um, our like two a day training camp leading into the season. Uh, we got, uh, uh, moved into our dorms and everything first. So this is my freshman year. I show up two weeks early because I'm a soccer player. So I showed two weeks early. I get loaded into my dorm, whatever. One night, um, one of those two week nights, a bunch of the older soccer players owned the house right across the, the woods. Right? right. So they're like, we're having a party. And I'm like, I'm not fucking going to that because <laughs> the first time you're invited to a party, you're like, nah, <laughs> No, I'm not going to do that shit. No, that sounds, <laughs> sounds fucking dumb. Uh, but this girl who I had met at um, at orientation mm-hmm. uh, was going to be there that night. 
And so she was like, hey, will you come with me to that party? And I was like, uh, no, I don't want to fucking do that. I don't want to go to that party. So I didn't go. Well, she calls. <laughs> so she calls me a little while later and she's like, hey, I'm drunk. Would you mind coming over here to this party and getting me and walking me to my dorm? And I'm like, that I can do. Like I'm, 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 wow. I'm okay with that. Wow. So, so I, so I crossed the three Jesus trees. Christ. I'm, I'm um, so mad at younger you. I cross, I cross the three trees. I pick her up. I pull, I, I walk her across the back across the three trees. Mm-hmm. I was maybe there for twenty fucking minutes, all told. Came back across the three trees, and cops are sitting in the fucking parking lot. No. And pulling everybody into the goddamn parking lot. They didn't breathalyze anybody. They just took all of our fucking names from our school IDs and sent our names to the school, and we all got docked immediately for being at a drinking party. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I didn't do anything, and after that fucking scenario... I wanted to do even fucking less because I'm like, this is bullshit. I had to go to my coach and I was like, dude, I don't even drink. I wasn't there for more than 20 minutes. I literally went to pick up a girl. He was like, yeah, you went to pick up a girl. I was like, no, I don't do that either. I was just picking her up (laughs) (laughs) because she needed a walk back. She needed a safe person. I'm the where where do boobies come into this story? This is this is where this is where it. Uh, and the coach is like, "You want to see my tits?" <laughs> this is the coach is like, "You want to see my tits?" And I'm like, "You know what? Yes." <laughs> uh, so so like a week later. So this is still before most of the students are there. Okay. And uh, so Marion has a really good uh, like by like cycling program. Okay. Because there's a velodrome, you know, like the curved bicycle track. It's so you're saying me, it it's a there. party town, baby. So yeah, so they're real like they beat like IU and stuff. This tiny little <laughs> right. college because they're one of the few that actually has one of these fucking stupid right. velodrome things. So anyway, I say that to say this: uh, cyclists of the female variety are built in a very pleasing way, generally because of the nature of what they do. Right. Um, and so there was a particular one that I'd had eyes on, you know, for the last couple of weeks. But again, I don't speak to anybody. I don't know how. Right. So I hadn't like gone. Like, how are you? So what I did do was be angsty and write songs and sit in my dorm by myself the next weekend while everybody else was like, we're going to party town. I was like, fuck that. I'm not getting in trouble again. I stayed in my room and played guitar and I uh, until I needed to piss. And then I opened the door and that cyclist girl had been leaning against my door no. listening to me play for like the last half hour. No. It's true story. Why and and so she said, uh, "I've been listening to you play your guitar for like the last half hour." And I said, "That's a fucking weird thing to do." Um, are you all right? And she was like, uh, "I'm just high and want to listen to music." And I was like, "Well, I'm probably not going to stop playing." So you can just hang out here and listen if you want. And she was like, okay. And so she came in. I played some more goddamn songs. Then I put my guitar up. And then uh, she was like, I'm sleepy. 
And I was like, all right, well, good night. And she was like, nah, I meant like here. And I was like, oh, okay. And then I got in bed and she showed me her boobs and it was great. Um, that was the first set of boobs I ever saw in my life, Malone. That's how my life works. If I don't accidentally trip and fall into some female attention because of my guitar, it doesn't happen. That's so bizarre. <laughs> I don't actively pursue things in that way. That I, I mean, very rarely. Very yeah. rarely. Now, I'm not like a, like a fucking hound or anything, but I have talked to yeah. a few women in my lifetime, and I feel like... Uh, if you if because if you don't then nothing happens <laughs> you know what i mean like women very rarely are like hey <laughs> yeah it's, that's why yeah yeah you ever talk it's to a her? very it's a very rare uh occurrence yeah you ever talk to a woman and then you you know you like you finally get the courage to talk to a woman and then she's like i've had a crush on you for 15 years and you're like bitch why didn't you why say didn't you just something? say something i didn't know <laughs> yeah because yeah, men i feel like uh a lot of times too that uh, i have no idea when women are interested in me in my life you know, I'll have friends pull me to the side and be like, hey, you know that this person digs you. And you're like, what? <laughs> like, yeah, I feel like a lot of dudes are like that, where mm -hmm. it's the opposite for women because men are such uh, dogs and pigs that we just yell whatever the fuck. You know, they're so used to like catcalling and being verbally harassed that they're like, oh, yeah, that guy likes me. How do you know that? Well, he said he wanted to drink my bathwater. So yeah, I think right. he, he right. wants Also, he's just like walking upright and breathes. So probably <laughs> right. he wants me. He yelled at me, hey, what are you doing with all that pussy? So I think he wants my phone number. Can I have some for just a while? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's very easy for women to tell when a, a man is interested. <laughs> yeah, for sure. And dudes never, never really develop that. You don't really have to develop that sixth sense. Or, like, dudes have to develop it, but girls don't, I guess. Because men are so blatant about it that, yeah. like, girls don't, women don't have to have that sixth sense to be like, oh, I bet I'm picking up a little something from over there. No, because it is so, uh, yeah, it's so outrageous. Either dude, yeah, it's very hard to, uh, I think, for, for women to find a, a guy that has that kind of medium ground covered. It's either we don't ever say anything to you because we're too shy and too weird. Yeah. Or we just yell fucking, show me those fucking tits from a car <laughs> going 60 <laughs> miles an hour to me drive by you. There's very little room in the middle for guys yeah. to be like, I'd love to buy you a drink, young lady. I saw you from across the room and I thought yeah, you absolutely Yeah, I feel stunning. like I've always felt like that guy, uh... I've always felt like, I don't know, that guy is either a breath of fresh air or he's a nightmare. <laughs> or he's, and yeah, here's, he's way and worse here's, than the guy yelling at you. And here's the thing. <laughs> I think whether he's one or the other depends entirely not on him. It depends on her. Yeah. Right? I have, this, I have this theory, right, okay. um, that if you look a certain way, like, if you're an attractive dude, you could do things that super ugly dudes cannot do. Backwards. Like, just cannot do. Like, I heard a story one time uh, where the guy was like, 
th- this this girl's like freaking out, and he's like, you know, you hear over here conversations. And you're like, what yeah. what are we fr- what are we freaking out about? And it's like this guy, he's really creepy. And I was like, well, what did he do? And she was like, well, my friend was over there throwing up. And I was like, okay, what did the guy do? And she was like, well, he came over and he like asked her if she was okay and like pulled her hair back while she threw up. And I was like, well, that sounds delightful. Right. It doesn't seem like he did anything wrong. Like, did he, did he like try to take her home or anything? Like what happened? They were like, no, he just was kind of creepy the way he held her hair. And I was like, well, which guy is it? And they pointed him out and I was like, oh, he's ugly. (laughs) Yeah, if it was an attraction, that's what like, it is. and that's where I met my husband. He pulled yeah, my hair I was back. Like, and- oh, he's an ugly guy. That <laughs> has to suck so fucking bad. <laughs> I, you know what? I've been, uh, I've been blessed in both worlds. So I have been dog shit ugly, and uh, <laughs> and women have wanted absolutely nothing to do with me, and we're like. Just, uh, you know, uh, uh, whatever. And I've been on the other spectrum where I've been I've been good looking and, mm-hmm. you know, dressed a certain way. And women want everything to do with me. <laughs> so it is night and fucking day, um, the difference. And I think that goes for both genders. I don't think that women are you know, more shallow than men or this and that. I think I think we... Uh, I, I, however, I will agree with you on the fact that I think it it does go into the creepy or offensive factor on how good looking you are when it comes to women. Because it's and not to say that you can't creep a dude out or there's nothing you can do to like blah, blah, blah for a guy. But like it's really hard to like if like if, if things were reversed and, and, you know, I was at a bar and some girls like. Uh, let me see that dick or whatever. I'd be like, okay, like it wouldn't buy. Like I wouldn't be violated or upset. I wouldn't like write it in my mm. journal. Like I was at a bar and a woman said, "Let me see that dick." <laughs> like, yeah. It just yeah. wouldn't. It's hard to. I, I think that I think that shit manifests in different ways for guys, because it's a legitimate concern for females. Yes, that, that every dude could in fact be a sexual predator yes that's like that's a legitimate concern whereas for dudes i don't want to take anything away from that i'm we don't really have that concern no because we don't have the fear of uh getting roofied and dragged out to the car right right yeah we don't have that and i don't want to take anything away from from that factor i'm speaking more so of just like the creepiness Uh, you know i agree i agree you know i i've but i I think we, I think we, the the most accurate uh, example for like comparison as a, in a trait as a, as a dude is like sense of humor. Like yeah. I think, like I think a girl who you find to be attractive, like whoever I happen to be attractive to, I'm going to think certain things are funny. That if there's a person I'm not attracted to, I'm going to be like, that's kind of annoying. Like your your head turns, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. Like whereas a girl will be like, if an attractive dude held back my hair, I'd be like, what a gentleman. If this ugly piece of trash over here held back my hair, I'm like, what a fucking creepo. Why yeah. would you do that? <laughs> he to must me? have a hair fetish. Whereas you're like, okay, that 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 you've I I'm sure you've heard guys say that voice would be annoying if it wasn't for the fact that she looks like that. 
or something like that. You know what I mean? Like yeah, that something kind in that a, vein where it's like, well, I put up with it because of blah, blah, blah. Because like, of oh, Okay. Like, I think we, I think we mutually put up with each other's bullshit. <laughs> yes. I think you. I think that goes in. I mean, when you're talking just manifest about, and bullshit manifests in different ways. I think. Yeah, yeah. Uh, do you? Uh, do I want to tell the story or not? Um, uh, do you want to hear? I, uh, <laughs> fuck it. Let's tell it. Okay. Let's I'm at a, do it now. I'm, I'm excited. I'm at a bar in Indianapolis. Uh, down at the uh, what's the fucking. Uh, little street there with all the bars on it downtown um is it was it mass ave no the other one the broad dirty ripple? nasty one broad ripple broad ripple <laughs> mass right. ave is like the classy downtown like you yeah. can go out on mass ave and have a great evening you go out on broad ripple you're gonna fuck or fight yeah I'll, i can i can follow you up with my best broad ripple story after this if you'd like <laughs> all right here it is <laughs> so staying in the vein of like men and women and society mm. and behavior right. and all that stuff mm-hmm. i i'm popping into this bar with my buddy tony tony knows everybody everywhere he's just that guy mm. uh and so i'm uh we're just bar hopping and we come into this little saloon bar i forget i forget what even one it is and uh there's a blonde and a brunette walking out to get on the dance floor and Tony grabs Brunette's hand and she kind of like turns around and he's like, hey, and she recognizes Tony right away. And she's like, oh, my God. Hey. And she like give him a big hug. And they, you yeah. know, they're sitting there talking. Well, the blonde is not OK with this. Like she okay. is so annoyed that somebody is talking to her friend and not her. Right. Because she uh, wanted to go dance. And now she's right. not currently dancing. She wanted to go dance. Right. There's, they have a whole room dedicated to dance. They have a whole room. <laughs> so I'm sitting there waiting on Tony and the blondes and they're waiting on her friend. And, uh, and I'm kind of against the wall there. And there's like these little uh, chairs set up. So Tony sits down in the, in the chair against the wall. So I sit down in the chair next to him. And the brunette sits down on Tony's lap. And they're just talking. Uh, and the blonde is even angrier now. She's right. so fucking done with this moment, right? Right. We and, came to dance, not to lapse it. Right, <laughs> exactly. And she's holding this fucking drink, this full glass of, I think it's a margarita or something. It's one of those cocktail-looking drinks, yeah. right? It's a bowl it's a of liquid. Yeah. and uh, there's, there's more accoutrement than there is actual drink. Yeah, yeah. It's got a thin little... It's like it's like she's drinking it out of a bong. You're yeah, like, why is exactly. the glass so ornate? An anorexic this, bong. Yeah. This seems this seems like a disaster waiting to happen. Why is this yeah, fucking anorexic bong It's just bong a pencil with a cereal bowl full of liquor on it. Everybody else is drinking out of Dixie cups. And this <laughs> Rod's got a, an anorexic yeah. bong. So I'm sitting there with Tony as he's <laughs> chopping it up, right? And this blonde is standing in front of me, and she's kind of looking at the dance floor, looking at her friend, like pulling on her friend. They're going back and forth, tugging at each other. And I'm just watching this drink because it's like right in front of me, right? And I'm like, any minute now, I'm going to get doused in this fucking drink. I can feel it. <laughs> and, I again, I don't drink. I'm, I'm not here to party. Right. I'm just, you know, right. whatever. I'm just hanging. 
And uh, uh, sure enough, also as- like having a stranger throw it at you is not the way people who do drink. That's not the way they do it. Just so you know, <laughs> I don't know if you thought that was how that went down. Well, now I've seen it. In She's movies. about to dump this drink on me, and I'm like, I don't even drink. <laughs> <laughs> Well, now I'm drunk. It's all over my (laughs) T-shirt. How am I going to get home? (laughs) So I'm sitting there and I'm watching this drink so ever so carefully. And, uh, and, uh, they keep tugging back and forth. And sure enough, the brunette like kind of shoves her off and a dude passing by in this crowded fucking bar bumps into the blonde. And sure enough, she comes tumbling towards me. Oh, here it comes. And with one hand. Uh, I catch her right arm and kind of like guide her like in place. You know what I mean? Like uh-huh. so she doesn't yeah. just fall yeah. on her ass or fall on me rather. Yeah. And so I'm holding her up with my right hand. Uh-huh. And then with my left hand, I grab the the drink, right? And uh-huh. I'm balancing it so it doesn't spill on either one of us. And no. I ever so graciously... Just sit her and the drink back up into place, <laughs> right? Uh-huh. right? And I'm smiling and I'm laughing because I know it's like an uncomfortable situation and it's nobody's right. fault, really. And it's like one of those like, hey, we almost had a fucking accident here kind of that moments, right? gotten bad. All right. <laughs> and so I put her, I set her back into place and I'm like, I'm like, wow, that was close. And she loses her fucking mind. She what? goes from zero to 60, right? And goes, what the fuck are you trying to do? And then takes the drink and throws uh. it on my fucking, like dumps it, pours it out on my fucking head. Uh, uh, oh, homie. What? When I say I have never felt anger like that in my entire life. <laughs> I have never been that upset with another human being. Oh my, <laughs> my god. Still to this day, I'm almost 40 years old. I have never been that fucking blackout angry, dude. Oh uh, my god. My buddy Tony sees what's happening, sees me drenched and just fuming. And he's like, "All right, man, well we got to go." <laughs> Gets the brunette off of his lap and she like grabs her friend. Of him. She's like, what the fuck? And, and she's like, he tried to take my drink. Oh my God. And my, I stand up and I'm like, I, and before I can say anything, my Tony just grabs me like fucking bear hugs around me. And he's like, let's get out of here. And I'm like, I know I need to, <laughs> he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> and she's like, fuck this motherfucker. And just going off in my face. Saying, like, this guy tried to take my fucking drink. He's a piece of shit. Tony is literally dragging me out. (laughs) We get on the sidewalk, and I'm like, Tony, can I please, like, all I wanted, I don't even want to say anything to He's like, Lou, let's just leave. Let's just leave. And I'm like, Tony, can I just, just one, can I just do this? And he's like, what? And I go, can I, can I go in? And I just want to, I want to buy a drink at the bar. And, um, and then I'll just, I'll, 
you know, they're probably on the dance floor right now, and I'll just go out and I'll pour my drink on her, and then we can leave, and then we can leave. Tony's <laughs> so like, no, no, we're not. And I was like, Tony, please, I just, all, I, I won't do anything else. I just, <laughs> he's like, no. No, we're going home. <laughs> Dog, I have never been that angry. Oh, my God, what do you do? What do you do in that situation? What is the what proper response? What do you do? What do you do? You you be dragged out under protest. That's right? what you do. You have you have a buddy who drags you out. Yeah. Oh my god. So angry. Oh my god, dude, I'd be so mad. I, I, <laughs> Just unreasonably drunk people. Yeah, and again, Stone cold sober my entire life. Right. Just having a drink poured on my fucking head for saving the drink. Oh, my God. Like, how am I not supposed to snatch you up, dog? Right. You were the, you were the, you weren't the hero that she deserved, but you were the (laughs) hero that she needed right then. (laughs) Oh, my God, dude. Yeah. Speaking of being unreasonably drunk, you want to hear my, uh, my, uh, your broad ripple story, my wildest broad ripple story. Yeah. I have a few, but I'll tell you my wildest one. So like I said, I didn't do any drinking, uh, or any bad stuff at all until I went to college. Right. And then I didn't drink until I turned 21. And then after that, uh, it's like I took all the wild shit that most people do in their drunken high school days and all the wild shit that people generally do in the first two years of their drunken college days. Just drag and dropped it over I, to your And I just, just boom. And it so that was already with my like mid to late 20s non- yeah. nonsense. The little paperclip guy ju- comes up and he's like, are you sure right. you want to do this? Are you sure you want to do this? You've already got a lot of fuck-ups coming down the road <laughs> just by nature of being in your mid-20s. And I'm like, nope, go ahead and pile them in if we don't get them out now. <laughs> so there was a few years there where things were pretty regularly just completely out of hand. Just out, just out of hand, yeah. right? So... um <laughs> So anytime someone's like, let's go hang out in Broad Ripple to this day, I'm like, ah, I don't, I don't know if I can, I don't know if I can do it. I don't know <laughs> right. if I can do it. Like there'll be people like, you want to come play the, our new, our bar in Broad Ripple? And I'm like, I, I don't know. I have to seriously consider it before I go. It freaks me the fuck out even going down there. So, yeah. uh, so I'm, <laughs> so I'm dating a girl at the time. She's like, hey, it's my friend's birthday. She wants to go to whatever the fuck yeah. in Broad Ripple. Saddle Up, maybe? Was there one called Saddle Up? There's, always, there's always cowboy. There's always a cowboy-themed one in every party I think like, there was one just called area. Cowboys. I think. Yeah, there's always like... <laughs> you want to go to Cowboys? You trying to uh, go to R- Ride at Saloon? Wherever there... <laughs> right. Uh, so we're so, partying at Tall Boots. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, we're at we're at Boot Scoot and Boogie. We're in the Chattahoochee. We're, <laughs> we're at, at the Blue Moon Saloon. Yeah, so uh, so I'm at some fucking place. She's I'm like, at it's Cowboy my friend's Jacks. birthday. It's my friend's birthday. She wants to go to this whatever the fuck. Yeah, and I'm like, all right, okay, this is my boyfriend Lee Duty, right? Right. So, um, 
So I pregame, I'm sufficiently, I've got a good base underneath me before I get there. Um, we pull in and we walk in and I look up and, and there are two dudes, uh, that I hadn't seen in a long time that I happen to know from college, but I hadn't seen them in a while. And, uh, I'm like, Oh, holy shit. I haven't seen these guys in forever. So I just kind of walk over to say hi. Well, little did I, I didn't recognize at the time they were sitting at the bar taking shots. So like, Holy shit, Brewers, you want you sit down for a shot? And I'm like, Okay, I just walked in two seconds ago, and I've been drinking in the car, but okay. So I sit down, we take shots. Um, None of this was I driving for, but that will become obvious in a moment. Um, So I sit down and start taking shots. I'm like, fuck it, I got a DD, no big deal. So I start taking shots. About that time, the one buddy, who was notoriously out of his fucking mind in college, just wild shit, um, he... uh, he starts picking up the rubber, you know, the rubber, like that goes in the, you know, the bar always has like a trough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. they put those rubber things down in the trough so that yeah. they can just pull those out and wash them. Uh, so he starts taking the trough, the rubber things out of the, the trough bar and set the bar condoms and setting them down as placemats for the people surrounding him. And so the bartender, you know, it's just like, it's so loud, you can't hear shit. So the bartender's like, don't do that. I need you not to fucking do that. Put them back in the thing. And he just takes that to mean that I need to get more of them out, right? <laughs> so then the, so I'm like, I am fucking hammered. And this seems like a scenario in which uh, someone's getting in trouble. And I don't want to be next to of the course, person who does. Of course not. not you. So I'm and I am a fucking I'm a escape artist. When I'm drunk, I want to be anywhere other than where the fuck I am <laughs> and I'm going to sneak the fuck out if I need to and I'm taking the fuck off. If you're not ready to leave when I'm ready to leave, I'll leave under my own uh volition and I may you may not see me for the rest of the night. So I'm like <laughs> this guy's going to get himself in trouble. But uh, the bouncer starts coming over. They stand him up. They're like, you got to fucking stop being a dickhead. You're doing this weird thing that we've never had to get mad at somebody before <laughs> for this because it's fucking weird. Uh, stop doing it. And I'm like, they're going to fight. And my drunk brain is like, not today. Flight. I'm taking off. Right. So I just bail. Right. Bail. Absolutely hammered. So. This is where I start to black out and then wake up, black out and then wake up. So it's like the shutters are closing and then they open back up and I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I, I black out. I know I left the bar. I have brief memories of knocking on the door at Taco Bell, trying to get them to let me in. <laughs> they wouldn't let me in. I told them to fuck themselves that I'd just go through the drive-thru and walked myself through the drive-thru. Needless to say, Malone, they wouldn't serve me there either. So then I'm blacked out again. Then I wake up. I have brief memories of I'm sitting in the 24-hour CVS in the blood pressure checker cuff. <laughs> And the security guard in the, there's a fucking security guard at the Broad Ripple CVS. I'm in green or, uh, Glendale, you know, the Glendale mall there, like, like 20, 20 blocks up. 
I'm at that CVS in that parking lot. There's Jesus a security Christ. guard there. He goes, you have to, you can't sleep in the blood pressure cuff machine here at the CVS, sir. And I said, you didn't have to be an asshole about it and left. <laughs> I blacked out again. I wake up again. I'm behind the Target in the Glendale Mall. I'm thinking that if I can get the truck doors open off the back of the semis, that I can crawl in and just lay down and sleep it off. Wow. I can't. Pass out again. Wait or blackout again. I wake up again. I'm walking through a neighborhood convinced that I can get to my friend's house. I know where it is, and it's just right up here. <laughs> All right. So then I'm blacked out and I'm blacked out for good. I have no memory until the next morning. The next morning I wake up and I'm like, it's bright where I am, but I don't quite know where I am. (laughs) I stand up. There's carpet beneath my feet. I'm like, I'm inside. Somehow I'm inside. I stand up. I look around And there's a monitor mounted on the wall with a bunch of security cameras. And one of them is pointed dead on at me. And I'm like, so I'm either in jail or I'm in a business of some sort. (laughs) (laughs) So I start looking around. There's a counter. There's a Xerox machine. There are some offices. I'm like, I'm in a business of some sort. You know where I was, Malone? I have no fucking idea. I was in the front lobby of the U-Store storage facility on Benford Avenue, lying on the carpet asleep. (laughs) On Benford Avenue. (laughs) To this day, I walked around the desk. I pick up the phone. It's one of those you like, you got to know the extension to get out. And you got to die. I'm like, oh, fuck, I don't. I go to search for my phone in my pocket. I find it, but it's dead. I search in my other pocket. I find all of my credit cards cut in half and put in my pocket. I don't know why. What? All my credit cards cut in half, stuffed back in my pocket. I pick up that weird-ass phone. I'm like, I have no idea how to use this. I walk out. I get out the front door. I turn around and try to pull it back open. It's locked. (laughs) So I have no idea how the fuck I got in there. And now you don't know how to get out. And now, well, I got out to the outside. So I go down the, so I go down the street and there's a, uh, there's a fire department. I go into the fire department and the guy, (laughs) and there's a guy sitting there and I go, Hey man, could I use your phone to call my girlfriend? And he goes, yeah, did your car break down? And what I should have said was, yes, that's exactly what happened. And what I said was, no, I just got drunk last night and I woke up at the storage place next door. (laughs) (laughs) Being honest when you don't have to be honest are the best stories when you're like, and I told the guy, I... (laughs) And uh, so he just like stared at me and was like, okay, handed me the phone and I called my girlfriend and she came and got me and she was uh, pretty upset. And dude, I don't know how I, I don't know who let me in. Oh my God. 
I don't, I have no idea. Well, I think here's what happened. I can tell you right now. You want me to fucking, uh, you want me to CSI this real quick? Let's just fucking, you're going to be monk. Yeah, <laughs> let, me, let me monk this out for you. All right. I know exactly how you got in, and I know exactly how your credit cards broke. They all got cut in half, and you trying to jam them in the lock, <laughs> trying to open the door, and they would snap in half until finally one of them worked and opened the fucking door, and you got in, and then you laid down and went to fucking bed. And uh, all your credit cards are snapped in half from trying to unlock that fucking door. You know what? That makes as sense as any. It makes as much sense as anything I've come up. You with should in reach the last out to that twelve years to that storage store and say <laughs> and tell them the story and say, "I know you have footage. I need to see it." <laughs> Listen, nothing bad happened. I did, obviously you're not missing anything. I didn't take anything. Right. I just want to know how this went down. The only um, thing that's missing is a little piece of me, okay? And I need to know. Yeah. <laughs> I just I just need to. I'm putting it all together. I'm, 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 maybe you know, I'm, I'm getting older. A, I'm putting it all together. I'm, I'm trying, trying to. Just, trying to I, I feel like I'm, I'm not that guy. I just want a little insight <laughs> into his brain. That's all I want. You know, you've stored a little piece of me here. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, we got to wrap things up. But I, I, I here, here's my thing I want to share. And this is, I got a good one this this week. I'm not going to get all deep and and all that stuff, but here's the thing. It's uh, almost Christmas time. I'm a big Christmas guy. Uh, Maybe you know this, maybe you don't know this. The Home Alone original soundtrack for the first movie is one of the best fucking Christmas albums there is. It's John Williams and an orchestra, and they... play all the music from home alone it's fucking beautiful if you have spotify or anything like that put it on i guarantee you will not be disappointed and if you have the money which i don't uh (laughs) you can get the vinyl and the vinyl my buddy has it oh my god it's incredible faber has it of course he fucking has it. of course he does he has everything great hair good teeth the fucking home alone abs (laughs) abs karate soundtrack home alone vinyl on uh, vinyl. You will not be disappointed. Check it out. The original soundtrack to the first Home Alone. <laughs> I didn't know. Dude, there were several times that I thought I knew what you were suggesting. Yeah. <laughs> and I was wrong all four times. You finally decided on the original Home Alone soundtrack yes on vinyl that's right if you can if you can afford it yeah yeah um well <clears throat> so my thing to share this week is uh that you should check out um the new the remake of the saved by the bell really here's here's why okay it's not because it's not because I'm saying that it's great. Okay. It is, however, me saying I have no idea what to think about it and I need to bounce it off someone else. <laughs> I think I think I'm laughing with it and not at it. Okay. Most of the time. I think it's self-aware enough that when it does corny shit it's doing it on purpose because it's like the 2020 version of 
Right, yeah, it's kind of pointing your finger at itself, being like, hey, yeah, are we quirky? It's bit, yeah, it's like, look how look how corny and cheesy we were and still are because yeah, yeah. nostalgia. I think it is. Okay. But I'm not sure. I, I've, only, I've only watched one episode, and it's just been sitting with me. Ever <laughs> since I watched it, I'm like, it was that good? I think I think it was good. You know, uh, you know, you should speaking of, of like, like Zach Morris is the governor of California now. Oh, I love that. <laughs> right. Uh, and Kelly's the first lady. Oh, that's great. Um, you should in that vein, you should check out the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion, uh, like documentary or whatever the thing they shot. Oh yeah, it's on HBO yeah. Max. It's real good, and you're definitely gonna cry. Oh man, it's it's. There's a there's a moment when they're talking about Uncle Phil and uh, what he taught them on set and how good of an actor he was. Oh, you're still talking. You're still talking about the uh, the the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. I just thought you were telling me I was definitely going to cry by the time we talked next, and I was like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, man. I don't know why you had to bring it up. I don't know why you tell everybody. But, yeah, yeah, but uh, you're right. I probably will. Thanks. No, yeah. The the Uncle uh, Phil moment in, in yeah, the Fresh Uncle Prince Phil of died, Bel Air. Right. You're gonna, it's going to be fucking waterfalls, dude. I promise. Oh, man. I was rough. I was... Oh, we'll talk about it later. I'm a Gilmore Girls fan. I can't, okay. We're not going to talk the, about dude, that. Dude, the, 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 the patriarch in that. He, he, the you know what? I died. need to go. I need to watch that. It's a show that keeps coming up, and people keep talking about you, it. I need to watch it. Do you like uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel? Yes. It's the same creator and writer. Oh, Okay. The dialogue is sharp. It's it's fast. It's pop culture reference. It's really funny. Okay. It's a funny show. All right. I'll check really it out. I really do think it's a funny show. I did later seasons get a little bouncy. Yeah, as they all do. You know, but the, the at the beginning, that was a great show. Great show. But anyway, yeah, uh, uh, just I just not as a recommendation of something I think is great, but a recommendation of a thing that I need somebody else to watch so that we can talk about it. All right. Sounds good. All right. All right. <laughs> love you, buddy. Good. Love you too, man. See Bye. Hey, what's up? It's Ryan. I appreciate you listening in on our phone calls, you beautiful weirdo. If you would, follow us on Twitter at SpeakerphonePod. That's at S-P-E-A-K-E-R-P-H-O-N-E-P-O-D, SpeakerphonePod. We're going to be sharing links to the stuff we reference and other things we find funny, and we'd love you to join the conversation. In the meantime, if you're looking for more high-quality content, check out 4D Podcast Network. They were kind enough to invite us into their family, and we think you'll dig the rest of the roster. Appreciate you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.